Mm. It actually smells like fart. Fart. Guys? Dog fart? <laughs> oh, how do you do it? One, two, three. Here's some ASMR for you. That's not true. You're it's welcome. just a noise. It's a noise. It's a noise. Guys, um, Ooh. I made a drink. <laughs> Wait, you know what it smells like? Fart. No. Yes, but it smells like the water after you boil cauliflower. Fart water. <laughs> Does not do, does not it smell like? I'm so turned off. I can't even. This drink has to be so far away from me right now. Especially since in last week's episode we talked so much about smells yeah. and how bad things smell. Well, guess what, guys? Um, it was your curse. I cursed. I cursed the podcast because I was so excited we were going to make salty dogs for this episode because it's about haunted pets. Oh yeah, and then. I couldn't find grapefruit juice at Gelson's this morning, and I only had five minutes to find it. Yep. Well, last time we did grapefruit, I found it at Gelson's, no problem. Then I went to their fresh-pressed juice section. Mm-hmm. They had OJ, and then they had this. Where's that stupid bottle? For $7, I purchased a cold-pressed melon breeze, which is watermelon, grapefruit, and a hint of lime. That sounds amazing. It's like I can kind of tell the watermelon, but it's like... What? I had a party last night and I left out the watermelon yes. and then I left it out for one more yes. day and I walked past my kitchen and was like, oh shit, I left that watermelon What's out. What's the expiration? Oh, the expiration is Christmas Eve. So, all right. I'm drinking it though. Okay. That, should we just drink it? Let's just get Let's right just into try the it. meat of this and just try it. I'm not even going to cheers it because I'm really embarrassed. Yeah, you don't want to curse yourself. I don't want to curse well, it's not you. It you smells did, like did you poo? Did you cold press this, Amy? Did I accidentally poop in the juice this morning? <laughs> now, I am not poop juice. <laughs> By the way, this is Banshees and Booze. <laughs> Podcast. With a shot of true liquid courage. I mean, it's going to take a lot of courage. A shot of poop juice. It's <laughs> called the poop juice. I'm going to just try some. I'm going to try it. I lined it with salt and let's, everything. Let's talk. Okay. Let's have a strategy. Okay. I think we should sip it. Okay. And then I think we should wait a second, and then I think we should take a second drink before we decide okay. it's murdering okay. us. Right? I wish we had ice cubes because we could just put some ice in it. It's easier to drink. I wish... I'm just going to drink it. Okay. I'm so Oh, God. Okay. I said one more. Okay. I'm so sad. Here I go. Here this I go. I'm so sad. Okay. Second drink wasn't as bad for me. It wasn't as bad. Should I put more vodka in it? Or? No. Well, yes. <laughs> Here's why you should put more vodka in it. There's a couple of to kill the, schools of thought. To kill a bacteria that's in this poop? That's the one I was going to reference. Yeah, yeah. Also, alcohol is delicious. <laughs> um, I'm just... You know what it is? This that, is terrible. If I didn't smell it, the taste, yes. it just tastes like grapefruit. But then you smell it. It tastes like grapefruit and lime. Yes. But it smells like... Love. No, you know what it is? I'll tell you exactly what it is. What is it? 
sometimes watermelon. Do you, do you eat a lot of watermelon? I love watermelon. I love watermelon. I eat a lot of watermelon. Every yeah. so often, you get a trash watermelon. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. it still tastes good, but it does smell a little bad. It's and I a think little it's rotty. Because... It's like the water that it got watered with, because it is so much water. You guys, it's a watermelon, for Christ's sake. It's really good for bloat. I thought it would be good. Yeah, it is definitely an anti-inflammatory. I'm into it. Yeah. I am weight watching. Right. So, so this was good. And I'm going to – well, actually, when this drops, I'll be back from Hawaii. But yeah. when we're recording, I'm still not there yet. And I'm, like, trying to be conscious. I ordered – so – I, uh, for the holiday season, Mm. I will be in England Mm -hmm. and, uh, I have a wedding to attend while I'm there. I found this gorgeous dress online that I saw and was literally like, I'm not exaggerating. I saw this dress and tears came to my eyes. Like I was like, I am so in love with this dress. I've never felt this way about an inanimate object. Mm. Not true. Um, I love this dress so much. I obsessed over it and I decided I was going to buy it. So it was a little bit weird on the sizing and it, mm. it was it was from Mod Cloth. Oh, and so I love they're it. really really good about telling you about sizing and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was definitely in between sizes. Don't mind me. I'm listening but I'm also photographing the drink for the I don't Instagram. mind you. I was just worried you were about to knock that on the ground. Me too. Um wait, hold on. Let me do this. Oh, oh, get in there. Ready? <laughs> You'll enjoy that picture. Okay. Um so I was in between sizes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I did the really smart thing, which was I waited until I was a little drunk at night to order it. And I was like, <sighs> order the size down. I'll size down. It'll be a good motivation. Totally what I did with my bathing suits. Okay, great. Yep. So it came in the mail two days ago. Mm-hmm. I got it out. It is as lovely in person as it was online. And I'll say I got it on and I got it off. And okay. that is the best I can say. <laughs> Without tearing it, right? I did not perceive any tearing. Perfect. Um, I am also back on Weight Watchers. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to try that for – I've got five days because I – I okay, so yeah, I – And I've got fucking Thanksgiving coming up. But that's and, the thing. I it's, not, it's not the holidays. It's so hard. And so Ithamar has been very, very regimented and, and very, like, great with his mm-hmm. – like, he once did Weight Watchers, too, and it worked so well for it him. It does. It works well. If you mm-hmm. fought truly – I don't want to hear it. If it didn't work for you, you were cheating yeah. and you fucking know it. That's what <laughs> I was with my girlfriend the other night and another – she said that she's like, oh, yeah, it's the only thing that actually like actually really, really works long I mean, def- different things will on. work for different people mm-hmm. but at the same yeah. time, like it teaches you portion control which is something we have no concept of, of the, in this country and like yes. that's, that is the best. It literally – me making my thing last night, I was like, a quarter cup of cheese. Oh, that's what a quarter cup looks like. Great. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. What's the noun? look like i don't know you know yeah. so mm-hmm. it is it's really it's good and ithamar has been so great and he's mm-hmm. so he's so trim and working out like crazy yeah. and you know i've been very conscious of like what i cook and make making sure it fits mm-hmm. for him and somehow i gained three pounds and so i, I was like you know what it's not this with the scale says it's mm-hmm. higher close fit so i got out this bathing suit that he bought for me but it was huh. also like a few weeks after I got out of the hospital where I like lost five pounds in yeah. like five days yeah. and I still hadn't put it back on yet. So I was like, oh, this bathing suit looks amazing on me yeah. at the time. Mm, and I regained all that weight loss in the hospital. But we don't want to look like we look like in the hospital, no, right? We want to look healthy and whole. But 
I guess I'm taking my muffin tops to Hawaii. <laughs> Good. Because I'm not buying another bathing suit. Good. They're coming with. Mm-hmm. They're coming with. Good and, for you, girl. Uh, but at the same time, it led me down the path of buying a watermelon-based drink today mm-hmm. because I thought, hey. Anti-inflammatory. Anti-inflammatory. It, you don't have any blood. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd rather just do like 20 extra minutes of cardio and have a real fucking drink because this is some bullshit. I mean, I'm enjoying it, but that's because I've had three three more sips and it's fine. I, it uh, still smells rotten. It's kind of fun. Just don't smell it. It's funny how we're like, it's anti-inflammatory and then the rim is lined with salt. <laughs> Himalayan pink sea salt, by the way, non-GMO verified. Just because it's fancy doesn't mean it's not going to make you retain water. <laughs> but we need it. It's a mineral. Okay, good point. Um, no fat, no carbs, no protein, no potassium, 520 milligrams of sodium. Sodium. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Oh, it's distributed in Van Nuys. <laughs> Fuck that. Amy is reading exotic. Amy, Amy's <laughs> reading the back of this salt as if she's on the toilet. <laughs> like, I forget people are listening to this. I'm like, <laughs> so the most pristine gourmet salt contains naturally occurring <laughs> elements and trace minerals that are good for your health. <laughs> well, look, iron lends the mineral its pink speckled color. Look, we're getting our iron. Okay? I need that. I'm a vegetarian. I so I so this is interesting. Okay, is it? Maybe. Okay, let's to find me, out. I got I, uh, some energy work done, not Reiki. Okay. But I went to like a healer. This is interesting. She said, you know, come with some questions. Come with some, you know, like things that you like. Was first, this at a place? You don't have to name it. It was her home. It was, okay. it was in home. She was referred to me. And so, so it was really interesting. And I was like, well, what do I expect? And she's like, you just, we sit down, we talk. I can I, – I know right away like kind of what's going on with you because she's an intuitive. Mm-hmm. And – well, we've both seen the psychic. We've yeah, I was going to say Danielle. this feels very similar to Danielle. It sounded very similar to Danielle. And then she does some past life work mm-hmm. and then she does some energy clearing. So it was fascinating. And I told her about – like my biggest thing was like this nighttime anxiety and paranoia. And – you know, as soon as the lights go out, my brain goes on. But it's been my whole life. I can't – I have such a hard time settling down at night because I'm – I think I hear someone breaking in. Mm-hmm. I think I see a flashlight in, in the hallway. I think I hear, you know, uh, or smell smoke. Like all of these re- – which it's not – and she asked. She's like, has that ever happened in, in real life to anyone? Did you lose someone suddenly traumatically because of a fire or because someone broke in or da, da, da? No, nothing. So she's like, that's past, then it's past life mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, but anyway, I told her a lot of times as I'm dozing off, I see like a shadow and, you know, I, I, and I feel so much, but there's nothing there. I said, so there's a lot of paranoia. Like I, I think I see a shadow figure. I, like I thought I saw a person at the foot of my bed recently. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that happens, like my adrenaline goes and like, we're awake mm-hmm. and I cannot settle down because my body's in this fight or flight mode. And I, I can't – and so I – she's like, well, no, I don't – paranoia is when you see things that aren't there. And I said, but it is. Like, it's not there. And she's like, no, you are seeing shadow figures. You're highly intuitive. You're you're psychic you, or you have psychic mm-hmm. abilities and you're incredibly sensitive. So just because no one else is picking up on it doesn't mean you're not. Yeah. She's like, it's there. But there's no reason to freak out about it. 
I'm like, oh. So instead of trying to analyze it and tell yourself you're crazy and tell yourself you're paranoid and tell yourself you're seeing things that aren't there, just acknowledge you live in an apartment building. So everyone's energies are always going to be coming into your place and Mm -hmm. you're the only one feeling it. Instead of looking at it as this curse or this burden, she's like, just acknowledge it. Oh, the atmosphere is a little off right now, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we worked on tools to like protect my energy and my space. Um, But I thought it was really interesting because I've been fighting it all along. And she was like, no, no, you are seeing shadow figures. I'm like, but I kind of want to not, I don't want to see them. But it was just an interesting, no one's ever told me, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. You are, and that's okay. That's actually a really, really good point. Yeah. You know, I mean, because then you can take it off of you of like, oh, I'm so crazy. I'm so crazy that I can't stop thinking about this. Right. And more be like, oh, I'm so receptive to this energy of stress. Right. You know, like that's a that's a healthy way to look at it. I know. It was it really shifted things for me. So I was like, oh, this is really gonna change everything. Now I'm not gonna get scared when I do my research anymore. Well mm. <laughs> guess there's still more work to do. How because did I yeah. not great. I started last night, it was fine. I finished this morning scared freaking out of my mind because I and and I wasn't even home by myself. I yeah. felt protected and yeah. I was like, I'm so scared right now. Mine. We had to watch videos. I'm glad. Okay, so our our thing this time, we mm. decided go back to our classic watch watch the haunted on Animal, on Animal Planet. Planet. Baby. We wanted to give ourselves a little break from hence, like just hence. copying and pasting. Yeah, hence the salty dog. Hence the salty dog. So the thing is, you have to buy it on Amazon. Yeah, and I so I went on YouTube. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I, you're smarter than me. I know. It's not a good drink. It but still tastes like fart. I, I can't will, do it. No, I'll drink it. So what if we get sick? I'll save the receipt. We can sue Gelson's. They're coming after you, Gelson's. <laughs> God damn it. First of all, save the receipt. We'll sue Gelson's. Second Great. of all, you know, if I shit out a couple more pounds, you know, that dress Ooh, is going to look so nice. Girl, and my bikini bottoms will mm-hmm, fit. Mm-hmm. This is unhealthy. Oh. <laughs> Especially I after know. I've totally said on this podcast, <laughs> I have a history of eating disorders. I straight it's up. Different. I straight up. There oh, was something no. the other day I was going to ask you something and then I was like, don't talk about fucking like weight loss. That's that's garbage. It's a garbage thing. We have so much that we talk about though. People but. come to me with weight loss advice all, for weight loss advice all the time. They're like, how do I lose five pounds in a week? I'm like, you're like, well, get really sick. <laughs> I mean – it's easy. Yeah, develop. You're not gonna like it. Yeah, like developmental yeah. illness. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Become obsessive compulsive. Uh-huh. Get some PTSD up in you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You'll look hot. How much do you like eating one apple a day? <laughs> Banana. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Uh, but I feel like I'm in such a healthy place yeah. that it's like if you can't look back at that stuff with some humor, mm-hmm. then what can you do? Yeah, I'm definitely. It's. Because I'm so busy now, at least I'm around. And I will say my 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 admin is constantly like, "Did you eat?" Yeah, <laughs> which I'm like, this is worth all of her like pay that she gets. Is if just once a day she's like, "Did you eat?" <laughs> I mean, that's worth it for me. So. I always had to do that with my boss at work. Frequently, the I'm answer like, is no, and then I'll be like, "I'll just get some popcorn," and she's like. 
Um, She's like, but if you don't eat, you're going to get hangry and then I'm going to be on no, the front I end of it. I feel like it truly is her being like, please eat for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I'm fine with that. She's not wrong. Aw, um, that's sweet. So... Uh, I have a question for you. Yes. Did you have two stories in your episode? Well, see, because I cheated a little and went on YouTube, uh, they so most of these episodes of, of Animal Planet's The Haunted, mm-hmm. uh, they do two stories. And then the the last episode we did, which was like 34 yeah. episodes ago, probably. Yeah, me too. And does it taste oh like God. fart? Does it taste like watermelon fur? No, I just l- another. A little limey. I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. I'm so upset. I love nothing more than a salty dog, and I didn't stick to the recipe. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry I didn't bring more of the beers because okay. I had a six pack. You know, we got a little buzzed off of them, and maybe that was all we mm. needed. I mean, mine yeah. really doesn't taste that bad. Maybe my nose is too stuffy. Well, my nose should be more stuffy. Um, so I only had the one. Okay, it was just the one story because, and then they did that quick little blip, like three minute, like, hey, yeah. there's a haunted uh-huh. factory yeah. in Rhode Island, uh-huh. and I was like, I skipped that. Yeah. So yeah, did you have two stories? I had two stories this time. Ooh. So I was going to ask because if you had two, maybe we'll go back and forth, but maybe I'll just like pick one. I only did one, but uh, it's short, so you've got time for both because. When we did this last time, mm-hmm. I had two stories, and I kind of dove into the second one a little bit yeah, because yeah. it was really good. Well, I will say this. Because I was buying it off of Prime, mm-hmm. you just have to guess. You don't know if it's going to be a good episode or not, I and know. you can't flip around. No. And I got to say, this was not my favorite episode. Aww. I got two good I had I had some big F feelings about it, you know? Mm. So, uh, okay. at least okay. there was that. It's not, it's not a total waste, but, um, but it was, cause I literally, I remember the one I did so much, the possession of Cassie that I remember the name was the possession of Cassie. It was so scary. I remembered it. Yeah. I remembered the possession of Cassie. I got so lucky just like randomly picking one last time and I went eeny, meeny, miny this one. Aww. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't my favorite, but it's okay. It was two decent stories, okay, okay. and I had what I like to think were hilarious thoughts about both of oh, them. Oh, that's going to be so. the best part. That's what I like about doing these: is that my research, quote unquote, is just my streaming thoughts mm-hmm. as I'm watching. Mm-hmm. So, well, let's see. You want me to go first, and yeah. then and, and then, then I'll you do go. my first one, and if we've got time, we'll do the second one. Exactly. Parf. Well, I did season one, episode seven. And the way I um, chose it was I looked to see uh, the number of people who viewed it. So I'm like, so that must mean it's good. Smart. Uh, so, yeah. And um, uh, I saw the haunting of Cassie pop up. And I was like, oh, my God. That one was so scary. <laughs> we already did it. Uh, so they just played the intro, like the – just like the what's to come. And I got so scared. I was like, oh, Lord, help me because I'm already mm-hmm. so scared right now. The first sentence I wrote, spoiler alert, was, no, but this intro is terrifying. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. That's the thing with this show. Why is it not on Netflix or Hulu? It's so good. Mm-hmm. They've so many seasons. It had fans. And it just – it's so, so scary. The editing and the music mm-hmm. and the effects – so good. Uh, So I was really scared of the intro and I I did write, oh, Lord, help me. (laughs) Um, Okay. So we start with Laura. Laura has two older children. They're like teenagers. They're really pretty girls named, uh, I forgot, Amanda and someone else. Yeah. 
I love. Oh my god! I think I went to high school with someone else. Oh my god! <laughs> it's crazy. How's she doing? She's haunted. Okay. Okay. Go. <laughs> so Laura has two older daughters, um, and she marries. You know, in her adulthood, she marries this uh, this name name this dude named Roger. <laughs> oh she, no! Amy's already I'm being not poisoned. Fart juice. Um, so they're all pretty happy. Um, so this is based in Indiana. So they've got, I don't know, Midwest accents. I've never heard an Indiana accent, but they kind of yeah. sound southernish. But they've got a little like draw. Depends on where it is. Yeah. They're close to Chicago too. So oh, that's true. Um, so they're all pretty happy. The girls really like Roger. Um, and they go from living in this teeny tiny house, this really big, beautiful home. I like Roger. I like Roger. Mama married up. Um, so they have two dogs named Creek and Princess and a cat named Baby. Oh, Creek, Princess, and Baby are my favorites. They're so cute. Creek and Princess, I mean, Creek and, uh, yeah, Princess are the dogs. They, mm-hmm. they look like black labs in mm-hmm. mix, maybe, but they're really cute. And then Baby was like a, kind of an orange tabby. Aww. She's so cute. My parents had a dog named Creaky. Because uh, he was really, really, really old, and you oh. could hear his bones when he moved. Creaky, Creaky came to them. I'm pretty <gasps> sure I'm remembering this right. My dad or my mom worked at a bank. Sorry, my mom worked at a bank, and there was a drive-through at the bank, you know, and you could see it. And it was raining one day, and my mom called my dad. They were newlyweds. I think it was before I was born, so they were, you know, 19, and. Uh, <laughs> And my mom called my dad and was like, honey, there's a puppy. There's a puppy and he's lost. He's in the rain. And and so my dad was like, you know, and he comes and he had this, I think it was the van. He, the van, he pulls up and this is his old dog and he's like, puppy. And he opens up the side and he looks at him and he goes, well, come on. Aww. And he came and jumped right in the van. And then Creaky lived with them until he Creaky. passed of natural causes. So they gave him the best golden yeah. <laughs> years of his life. Yeah. Creaky, Creaky was also in the house when Prince the cat was. That's how you know my mom was very young because she named her cat Prince because she loved Prince. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so they had Creaky and Prince and these dogs are Princess <gasps> and Creak. Oh, my God. I actually just got really freaked out because <laughs> I wasn't even – I wasn't even thinking of that. I was just bragging about how good my parents are at naming animals. It totally freaked me out. I'm so freaked out. Princess and Creek. Princess and Creek. Yeah. I'm straight up texting my parents the Dude. moment I leave here. Dude. Oh my God. Because they listen, but they're like, they're they're top to bottomers. And so mm-hmm. they like have started at the beginning. So they're so a little they're behind. Like 11 yeah. right now. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so, well, this is really crazy. Um, okay. So she, so the, the, the animals start uh, behaving really strangely when mm-hmm. they move into this house. Laura says the moment she first stepped into, into that house, she knew that there was something wrong with it. She just felt like a heaviness and she felt sad and she just didn't feel, feel good. Um, so the animals immediately start misbehaving, like in ways they've never behaved before, like tearing things apart and just going, going bonkers, which she just kind of was like, uh, they're just adjusting to the changes Mm -hmm. and, you know, this is a lot for them. Um, so, uh, one night Creek starts barking at the room that baby, the cat is, is in. And so Laura looks to where Creek is barking and she sees baby and baby is, uh, moving really strangely and um, 
I don't like that. Yeah. And it's a uh, baby's head is going like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And so uh, she follows baby's eyes and she sees what will be the first of many shadow figures in the house. So she, she sees a shadow uh, figure on the ceiling. And uh, uh, wait, I lost my place already because I got excited. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. So then shortly after this, Laura's in the house alone with one of the pets during the daytime or with all the pets. Um, so princess suddenly starts whining and barking and, you know, like with cats, it's hard to decipher what their little meows are, but with dogs, mm-hmm. you know, like they're either whining, whimpering, barking mm-hmm. or growling, yeah. you know? So princess is whining and whimpering and then she starts barking and, uh, Laura checks on her and she, she this is when she sees a full bodied apparition in her living room. It is a man, uh, who is wearing a decorated Civil War era uniform, like oh soldier uniform. And she said it was clear as day. She knew she wasn't going crazy because Princess was barking at at this figure. And um, she got so scared she ran out of the house and she waited on the front porch for Roger to get home until that later that night. Um, so she would not go back in. But when Roger came home, she didn't tell him anything. She just said, oh, I was just getting some fresh air. Um, so for months, Laura and Princess, not the other pets, but mostly just Laura and Princess, continue to see this ghost. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. She keeps it a secret. Uh, Princess uh, always barks. She always knows it's there because Princess starts barking like a protective bark um, and then starts to whimper and whine and shake. And so, yeah. and yeah, so Laura still does not say anything to her husband. And she still has the girls living in the house, her daughters, but she's, she's not saying anything. All right. So. Oh my God. Then one night, the family is eating dinner and Amanda, oh, I got the name. Uh, Amanda, one of the daughters, excuses herself to go to the bathroom. Polite. As, oh, so polite. She even said, I excuse myself to go to the restroom. Like, who does that? Me. Even at like a fancy dinner, I'll be yeah. like, I got to pee. Got to go to the shit back. Shop. This watermelon's making me have diarrhea. Got to go. <laughs> uh, this watermelon martini that Amy failed on. Hey, I'm uh, almost done. Don't worry about it. I, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Maybe when you're doing your story, I'll take – no, don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just literally picturing your face like as you drink. Do whatever you want. So if it was like icy cold, I, I could probably – Also, the salt is really helping. Oh, good. Yeah. I feel like I should dump a teaspoon of salt into the drink itself. I'm telling you, just lick and put your finger on the – and then, and then, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. No, still not working for you. Still not working for you. Here, give me that plate full of salt. Area, please. Thank you. We're gonna throw it out anyway. It's good salt. It has iron in it. I, mm, I heard that from somewhere. Van Nuys. <laughs> so, um, okay. Amanda goes to the bathroom. She and you know they, they in this show they do these talking head interviews which mm-hmm. are also very scary because they're still traumatized when they tell these when they recount these moments and so Amanda's saying you know I approach the bathroom and I see clear as day a man walk from the corner of my mother's bed well their bedroom and her mom's side of the bed a man walks from that corner and goes into the bathroom right ahead of her yeah. oh my god y'all uh, and you're like line cutter <laughs> rude uh. It's a helicopter. helicopter. Whoa. Hollywood. Hollywood. Um, uh, so she she runs back to the kitchen and she says, Mom, there's a man in your room. And she described him as looking like a Civil War soldier. <gasps> with uh, He looks like an officer and that he had big 
brass buttons on his uniform. Oh my gosh. Everything she describes is exactly like what Laura describes. And so this, Laura says, this confirmed to me that like the house was haunted and then I'm not crazy. You know, uh, I didn't feel good that my girls were now seeing this, but I knew, okay, it's not just me. Mm -hmm. And so Laura starts referring to this man as the general and (laughs) she finally decides she's gonna, you know, talk to her husband about it. And, um, cause I guess maybe her husband wasn't at dinner that night. Um, so drama. it does start some fucking drama because she tells him everything and he doesn't fucking believe her. I cannot her. wait to do my episode. We're going to have so much talks. We're going to have so much talks. Um, so he's a fucking believer and Roger in his talking head interview segments doesn't seem like he's the most well-versed or educated man. Mm. He seems quite simple sure you know and so he just simply goes if i didn't see it i don't believe it that's just his philosophy on life so he's an atheist huh Mm. (laughs) i'm gonna do that yeah give me some salt i'm literally just Mm. eating the salt Mm. Mm -hmm. because look salt zero calories zero calories (laughs) Mm. um so oh boy they move on, hoping these occurrences will cease, but, you know, uh, Roger doesn't believe Laura. He doesn't believe the, ki- believe the kids. Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe the dogs yep. who talk to him. Uh, so now they're preparing for this annual family reunion. So every year, for the past seven years, uh, all, the family comes and they all camp as, like, a reunion. They, like, Adorable. fireworks. They do s'mores. They do the whole shebang. Very Indiana. This is where Laura also drops the fact, very Indiana maybe, that her great-grandma had 23 children. <sighs> So their family is, quote, very big. I'm like, ouchie, woo-woos. I mean, at that point, you're like, am I pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) You were probably pregnant nonstop. If you start at, like, 20 and end at 43? 43? Yeah. You had a baby. Okay, maybe she started at 15, right? Yeah. Yeah. Older days. Still. You know, but still. Ew. Yeah. That's crazy that's crazy so far where do they all live i know right tents apparently they still do <laughs> they camp. when they camp they're like oh it's the family reunion so we what we do they're like this is actually just our homes mm-hmm. uh yeah that's insanity that's crazy um, 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 um okay so Anyway, the family all comes to camp for the weekend, but this weekend it rained so badly that the grounds were flooded and the roads like had to shut down like the rain was so bad. So Laura and Roger in their big Indiana house, haunted house, are able to take about 10 relatives and a friend of the girls um, in because uh, this friend, it was a guy friend, Uh was visiting, but his mom couldn't access the house. The roads were too flooded to pick him up. So we had to stay over too. Um, so he, I forgot his name, Stevie, maybe. Um, so he's sleeping. So they're, everyone's at the house. They're all sleeping on sleeping bags on the living room floor and stuff. Um, and on the couches of the living room. Fun. Mm, so fun. Mm-hmm. Stevie's sleeping on the, uh, living room floor and all of a sudden, and they do a talking head interview with him. And he's like, suddenly I just felt a cold chill on the back of my neck. And every hair on my body stood up. And I've never really believed in ghosts. I've never seen a ghost ever. I never really actually thought about them. But I knew that if I turned around, I was going to see someone there. And so he does turn around. 
because he can't not do it. And he sees dot, 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 a white... A commercial break. A white issue. <laughs> uh, bless this person who posted. They uh-huh. cut all the commercials yeah. out. Uh, he sees a whitish, bluish glow in the corner of the room. And okay. he got the crippling fear just coming over his body. And Laura, in her interview, goes, that's when the activity really started. Ooh. Oh, my God. So the couches all started shaking. What? Yep. All of the couches – and they actually – this house is actually very large and that's yeah. why they're able to take – all of the – and people are sleeping on the couches. They start shaking. <gasps> and then uh, uh, people who – relatives that were interviewed said it felt like they were getting kicked, like the couches oh. were getting kicked. And then the dogs started trying to burrow themselves under all of the blankets and even underneath the couch because they were so scared. Laura had decorative bird cages hanging down from the ceiling and they started all spinning. <gasps> they were all spinning. Every relative in that house began screaming and running outside. They all slept on the porch that night. (laughs) Uh, After all of that, fucking Roger still does not believe any of this is real because he was sleeping in his bedroom the entire time. Didn't hear a thing. He had ear uh, plugs in. Roger. Roger. First of all, you invited these people back to your home. You didn't give up your bed. Rude. That is not Midwestern politeness. Fucking rude. And he's like... I don't believe it. I didn't hear. Oh, and he goes in this inter- in this, this segment. He's like, well, it didn't hurt anybody. Nobody got hurt. So how do I know what was there? I'm like, wow, dude. Wow. So finally, poor Laura is like, fuck this shit. And she goes to the courthouse and does her own research. Mm-hmm. She does a deed search of all of the previous owners going back to 1846. And the local historian there helps her out. And they cross-reference all of the owners from 1846 on to see if any of them were in the military. Bingo! Oh, bingo, bango. Bingo, bango, Django. Some dude named Fleming. He had another name. But his name was Fleming. He uh, owned the house and lived there in the 1880s, and he died in that house. Uh, well, they don't know how he died, but he died in that house. Uh-huh. He was a captain in the Civil War. <sighs> Gasp. Bingo, bango. Laura tells Roger the news. I found out who my general is. It's this guy, da 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 da. And I had really overranked him. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Roger still doesn't believe her. Doesn't believe her. Uh, so, uh, oh, and that's when I was like, this bro's not the smartest whip. Um, uh, so, oh, so Laura can't take it anymore. She's, she leaves. She leaves him. She's, she moves out of the house because Wait, she left him. She goes back to him. Though. Okay. But she could good not. For yeah. you, girl. I know. She pet, took the pets, the girls, and they left because she said it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But that being in that house and with that ghost was doing so much emotional damage to me. I couldn't take it any longer. I couldn't live in that house anymore, especially with Roger not believing me. So she left. Mm-hmm. She, um, she packed up her shit. And then four months later, she moved back in. I mean, she just loves that big dum dum. What can you say? I wrote, so they're, now they're all back in the house because Roger is just so darn irresistible. <laughs> so one night the girls and Laura are playing a board game. Okay. And Princess starts barking at the wall. Oh, um, no, actually, I'm just going to read what I wrote. Okay. So Princess starts barking at the wall. 
and Princess's hair is standing straight up on her body. So Laura looks to see what it is that she's barking at, and it looks like she's barking at a sign that says, Welcome, Friends. So Laura moves the sign. No. And guess what's behind the sign, Tammy? Just some wall? It is some wall with a message carved into it. Fuck my face. That says, Leave my home. Yes. It's not bless this mess. <laughs> it's not live, laugh, love. It's wine o'clock somewhere. <laughs> no shirt, no shoes, no service. Um, no, it says leave my home. Okay. And I wrote, okay, is Roger Scooby doing this shit? This is getting cray. Like, is he dressing up as the general and like carving, like tricking uh, them because he's just having a good time? Yeah. Um, so the girls freak out. And then I wrote, oh, wait, Roger was there with them when this happened. Oh, oh. okay. Now he admits, okay, he believes now. Um, so now he says in the talking head segment, all right. Now I know something's here and it wants us out. Why would that message be Mm -hmm. there? Um, So they call in the Northern Kentucky Paranormal Society, who are a nonprofit that just want to help people with their ghost problems. Bless. Bless this mess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, They come into the house. They do a full investigation. They they set up a bunch of night vision cameras, you know, the the huge. Uh The family stays. They want to be a part of this. Um, And the dogs stay. So now I'm watching the fucking night vision camera footage. And now Mm -hmm. my stomach is going, "Mm -hmm. I am scared, girl. And that is what I wrote. I'm just reading my words Uh here. Uh, Princess, in this video footage, is sleeping soundly. Mm. So, and you could see where the camera's angled. You just are seeing, like, the top of, like, from her snout up to her ears. Uh And she's passed out. And all of a sudden, she just pops up and starts going, (sighs) growling. Like, her, like, fangs are showing Mm. all that. I don't know. I'm not a dog person, so I don't know what those teeth are. But, you know, they're snarled. and like, Uh, It looks like she's ready to attack something. She's, like, in attack protection mode, right? And then the screen has – it goes black and it says, a camera aimed at a different angle captured what Princess was seeing. No. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I'm so scared. And that's when I was like, I might have to stop. I can't watch this. But, of course, I watched it because this is what I do for you all, you Mm -hmm. people listening. Um, So what she saw was – a fucking white mist in a human form entering through the doorway, stopping, and then abruptly exiting. I have chills. Oh, my God. Tammy, it was fucking human-shaped. It was – and it was walking so fast. And you could – it was walking. It was insane. Um, but it's a mist. Yeah. You know, they can yeah. kind of see through uh-huh. it. So – so uh, the paranormal team is like, holy shit, that's really rare. They tried to debunk it a million ways with no success because they just wanted to make sure. Um, so now the family's like, do we stay or do we go? Like, this doesn't seem like we belong here. And so mm-hmm. they, they stick around. Um, so now the team tries to make contact with the spirit. They do an EVP. Uh, they ask it a bunch of questions. And then they get a message or, or just like a whisper that says, leave house <gasps> and it's really clear speak english <laughs> <laughs> so 
So the family's like freaking the fuck out. Um, they so one of the the paranormal investigators is an ordained minister. So she starts doing a blessing on the house. Mm-hmm. So she's doing the blessing, and then um, uh, one of the investigators that starts to feel a burning sensation on his back. Right, he's wearing two layers because it's cold. They sounds take, like he went to Scratch Town. He went to Scratch Town, girl. He went to Weird Town. This is. Oh. So they lift up both the layers. So he collapsed because he was like, it's burning, it's burning. And this bitch is a hostile entity and the investigators are super worried because he's got his whole – just his spine, like all of his vertebrae are bright red and nothing else. And like, do you have allergies? You have – they're checking in with him like nothing. So – then uh, they st- the minister keeps going because now she's like, well, okay, we really need to clear this thing. They do a blessing on the third floor, and Laura, the mom, is hit with a burning pain on her uh, across her back. They lift up her shirt, and she has three. She went to Scratch Town, Tammy. <gasps> no. Three claw-like scratch marks, and they are puffy and red. The picture is horrifying. Ugh. And she's like, I'm out. So she leaves the house. She can't do it anymore. And now even Roger says he was really scared. He said, I was scared for my family. I, I, I didn't – like, this was nuts. So the team continues to bless the house. The ghost is obviously pissed. They sage the shit out of the people in the house. Mm-hmm. The objects the, – the whole house gets saged. The dogs get saged. They keep doing blessings. Next day, family comes back into the house and the energy, she said, is totally different. The dogs were wagging their tails. Aww. They were barking happily. Mm-hmm. They were playful. They're, um, yeah, and so everyone feels a lot better. It worked. And they got their house back and the general hopefully is resting somewhere in peace. And that was longer than I thought it was going to be because it was kind of exciting. It was very exciting. There were twists. There were turns. There, there were, were dogs. Scratches. There was Roger. There were sleepovers. Baby the cat. I loved it all. Oh. There were floods. My. There was a boyfriend sleeping on the floor. Oh my biblical God. and mm. a tale as old as time. True as it can be. I am going to shell you. I'm going to shell you. Hammer. My favorite one. Because mm. I had two. I know, and I talked too long. No, it's fine. You mm. had a great story. It was good. This was the one that the episode was named after. This is season two, episode five. And what I have learned about our dear show, The Haunted, on Animal Planet, is that by season two, they clearly sold, they clearly had a haunted show that had no home and animal planet was like can you throw some animals in there and they were like we'll fucking figure it out right by season two animal planet was clearly not watching anymore and they were like "Mm." so yeah in this episode let's go okay let's go welcome to the closet of horrors closet Uh uh-huh eek berlinsville pennsylvania Hmm. (laughs) like it already uh this is where we meet Sharon and Jim Green and their son, Andrew. Uh, They live in a house. Uh, They've lived in this house for 30 years. This house was built in 1790. Nope. All right. Oh, Hannah. Done. Why? Not a a thing. Not Not a a thing. No, no. We've got problems already. So uh, Sharon and Jim uh, live in there with their son, Andrew, along with their dog, Bo. Great dog, Bo. Bo was a uh, happy-go-lucky lab type uh, who was so happy to be outside. But the minute that Bo came inside that house, was not happy. 
Bo would stick close to people, would oh. growl at unseen things, would bark. Mm. Not, uh, good. Not good. And just was very high strung inside the house. So um, Sharon starts experiencing things. Uh, knocks on the wall, lights turning on and off. And she had this persistent feeling like somebody was behind her. Oh. Right? And her experiences seemed to coincide with Bo having like very high anxiety as well. Mm-hmm. I should also say I had a dog named Bo. You did? Who was a yellow lab. You, so like. Your family has eventually just, at some point owned all of the just pets. Just all these pets. Yeah. Okay. So. Sharon shares, Sharon went Sharon, her feelings, to Jim, her husband. Mm -hmm. And Jim thought she had an overactive imagination. Okay, dudes. Come on. And also what the show is proving is they're never right. Mm -hmm. They're not. They wouldn't be on the show if they were right. Yeah. So eat your hat before you go. Jeez, dudes. Jim's and what was it? Rogers. Yeah. Woof. So. Overactive imagination. So about the time. So Andrew is now a grown man, by the way. They lived in that house 30 years. So, uh, But when Andrew was around 10, Jim started working the night shift. And so he would leave Andrew and Sharon home alone. And uh, Bo always made Sharon feel more comfortable, you know, like being at home alone at night and everything because, you know, at least you got a dog there. So then she's telling about this one night where Bo was in bed with her and he starts, and I quote, he starts scritching around in the bed. Scritching. So I I literally started to laugh and then I was like, I know exactly what that means. (laughs) Scratching? No, like. Scritching. Like, okay, this is what I mean. I started to make fun because I was like, that's not a word. But then also I was like, I know exactly what she's talking about. And then like the little visual, I was like, yeah, that's it. Where they're just like, they're just oh. kind of moving and just like. Like, like they're restless. Yeah, like a little restless. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, scritching. scritching. Sure. <laughs> that's a good word for that. Yeah. So Bo starts scritching and uh, commences to scritching. And then uh, she hears walking across the room. And the footsteps come through the door. Oh front gosh. of the bed, okay. over to her side of the bed, and starts standing right over her. She opens her eyes, and there's nothing there. Oh, that's so scary. So Jim comes home from his night shift, and she's like, Jim, there was a person inside of our home. And I opened my eyes, and they were gone. And Jim says, quote, I'm the sort of man that needs evidence. Fuck. Jeez, was he mm-hmm. best friends with Roger? I literally wrote in all caps, let's see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, Bo passed from old age. Aww. And Sharon felt scared to be alone at night. Enter Hershey, the chocolate lab. Oh, my God. I chocolate lambs. I love and Hershey, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. And and also chocolate, you know. I love chocolate. Also, I was like, that's the that's dumbest a- and also cutest name I've ever heard. So dumb. Okay. So Hershey comes into their lives and Hershey has the exact same behavior as Bo. Oh. Would lay on the bed, start growling into the hallway, was very skittish, would run out of the dining room and be really scared. Oh. Okay. So 
Sharon experienced all of this and told Jim, Jim didn't believe her. So she didn't say anything to Andrew. She didn't want to freak out her son, right? Mm-hmm. Turns out this whole time growing up, Andrew had been experiencing similar things. But didn't say anything? Uh-huh. Oh my God. In his room specifically, things would get knocked over or moved all the time. He remembers a specific incident with a stick of deodorant that he sat down on his table and it got knocked over. He picked it up set it back down, it got knocked over again. And he said, please stop doing that. Put it back up, and it didn't move. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So he always said he felt like he was being messed with. Like it was like a playful, like bothering him kind of spirit. So um, <sighs> then it gets real emotional because uh, Andrew and Sharon, they never told each other, and they were both just suffering alone. Mm-hmm. Then Andrew started being a loner, which is totally because of ghosts and not because he was a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) And literally Sharon's like, he was withdrawing and and going through all of this stuff and he just wasn't the same. And I'm like, yeah, he was a fucking teenager. Not because his hormones were changing drastically every minute. And they kept showing pictures and I was like, yeah, that's the kid that doesn't hang out anymore. (laughs) Uh, So... Uh, and one night Andrew is sleeping on the couch and Hershey's down there and he wakes up and Hershey is growling and staring at the top of the stairs with all of his hackles raised, like all of his hair up, right? He turns and looks and there is a straight up man standing at the top of the stairs. Holy fuck. The man looks at him and then turns and walks down the hallway. Oh my God. And so he was like, okay, there's for real something in here now. So that night, Andrew decided to move out. He was like, I can't live here anymore. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so sad. And Sharon was like, and he left. So he was 20 when he left. And I was like, yeah. She was like, I didn't understand why he wanted to leave. I was like, because he's fucking 20 years old. Yeah. He's a fucking adult. He's like, finally, an excuse to sell out. He needs to leave. (laughs) That's what adults do, you fucking weirdo. And she was so upset. She was like, I lost my son. I was like, no, he grew up. Good God, Sharon. So anyway, as soon as Andrew's out of the house, Sharon's like, well, that's it. I'm looking into this. She calls a paranormal investigation team. The lights out paranormal. Hmm. Uh, with Chris. Chris specifically says they are a scientifically based group. Uh, and they use lots of equipment and try to, you know, figure things out. So um, they did a bunch of stuff. They were trying to find some EVPs, the, you know, voice recordings. They asked a bunch of questions. One of them was, do you like us being here? And I heard it on the recording. A little boy says, can you hear me? <laughs> it was so clear. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That EVP. I wasn't expecting this. That EVP was recorded in Andrew's room. Oh. <gasps> So they decide to come back with EMF detectors to detect the, you know, magnetic Mm -hmm. stuff. And their detector is one of those ones where it'll light up when there's spikes. Yeah. So they put it down on the bed and they said, can you make that flash? And like immediately it starts flashing. And then at the same time, they're like, okay, that's great. Can you stop? Immediately stops. Oh my God. Then they go, do you like Andrew? And there's a long pause. And then it goes to commercial break. Uh, 
Oh, come on. And I laughed for a really long time. Come on. And then it came back from commercial. And it was like, do you like Andrew? And there was a long pause. And I went, oh, poor Andrew. And then it started flashing. And I was like, sorry, Andrew. Because I was like, even the ghosts don't like him. <laughs> Loser. Okay. So then uh, I said, oh, haha, okay, it likes Andrew. Sorry, Andrew. Then I wrote, oh, shit, Jim is on board now. Jim straight up apologized. Jim was like, well, we had all these things and all the – it seemed really straightforward. So I apologized to Sharon that I didn't believe her. And I was like, good man. Such a Roger. Good therapist. Mm-hmm. So then they call in a psychic. And then I was a little mad because they were all like, we're super scientific and here's our psychic. Like, that's just two different things, yeah. you know? You're yeah. just, like, I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying those are two different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Lori, the, Lori Moore, the psychic, um, literally wrote, she seems great, but y'all were also like, quote, we're scientific. Uh, Lori says there's a little boy trapped in the closet who's waiting for his mom to come and get him from the other side. Seems real specific. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so then they went to the local um, uh, historian. Enter Franklin Mummy, who's a historian and absolutely not wearing a wig at all and regrets none of the cigarettes he smoked in the 1970s. I have to see a picture of them. Oh, he's great. Oh, my God. So he did some research, found out that there was a boy who lived in the house in the 1800s um, who was named Robert M. Berlin, and they recorded him in the census as idiotic, which means he probably had like a mental – Oh, no. uh And so a lot of times when people had kids like that, they would literally just like lock them away in the attic yeah. and like hide them because totally. it was like shameful. Oh my God. So he really thinks that it was somebody that got like locked away um, and, you know, Lori felt it in the closet <gasps> and felt like maybe he had died and then his soul had just gotten trapped there. Yeah. Right? And was waiting for somebody to come take him to the other side. Oh my God. So, um, after all this investigation, Sharon calls up Andrew, her son, her adult son, who has run away from home, (laughs) and starts to talk to him. And Andrew's like, oh my God, same. And she's like, no fucking way. And he's like, yes, fucking way. Are we becoming best friends again? And she was like, yes. They bonded hard. I love it. And then I wrote, hold up, where is Hershey? (laughs) Oh yeah, this is supposed to be about the pets. The... Yeah, you got one of those episodes. Uh-huh. And then I said, double hold up. Andrew moved back at home in Sh- at Sharon's insistent, and bro was like 23. So, <sighs> TLDR, too long, didn't read. Lori comes in, helps Robert, the little boy, cross mm-hmm. over um, and reunite with his mom. And she feels pretty confident about her skills, I'm just saying. Um, now the house is clear, and they're all happy. Oh, and they just remembered to mention her. She is happy, too. <laughs> I mean, Hershey seems pretty forgotten about. Like, maybe he was, like, left somewhere and forgotten about. (gasps) Like, I don't know, a little boy being ignored. Oh, my God. God. Will there be a ghost dog? Yes. The end. TV continue. Oh, that was a good ending. I mean, I put all that stuff on. That was actually a really good story. That was was pretty good. scary. Honestly, I made it a good story. It was not good this morning. You made it a really good story. We made our stories good because we're already, like, at time. We did a good job. We did a good job. PM. Yeah. yeah. We did a great job. Uh, That was fucking scary, actually. I loved it. I'm I'm mostly scared about what's going to happen in my toilet later because I drank all of the poo juice. juice. 
Well, um, guys. If Amy poisoned we, me. Uh, then I'll, this will be a solo podcast. Mm-hmm. You're, well, you're all welcome. Mm-hmm. You get to hear my beautiful voice just Lolly talking about. finally gets to step poop in. And, oh, mm-hmm. that's right. Yep. One of us is going to go one of these days. Yep. I mean, it's just, we've yep. been so close. Um, guys, thanks for listening. And, um, Please, if you have a story of your own, yeah. haunted pets or houses or whatevs, please email us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, especially iTunes because that's the one I check. Yeah, it's fun. It's the easiest. And uh, please follow us at Banshees and Booze on Instagram. And on Twitter at Banshees and Booze. And tell me mm-hmm. if you see a ghost. Uh, I don't know if I didn't see it. I don't know. I got to see it before I... Did I see it? I don't know. Maybe I don't believe it. Uh, But I don't know. Hey, Amy. Yes. If you see a ghost. I need hard evidence to see it too. (laughs) Me and my best friend here. We don't. We need to say overactive. Jim and Jim and Robert. If you see a ghost, just tell yourself you have an overactive imagination. This was Jim and Robert (laughs) explaining to you how women are hysterical. Explaining. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get rid of this poop juice. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.